Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Plant School Podcast. I'm Rachel and here we learn about plants, how to care for them, how they work, and I keep it simple and taught in a way that anyone from beginner to expert can enjoy. Join me in plant school. Hello and welcome to Plant School. I'm so glad to have you here listening. This is episode 92. We're getting really close to episode 100, which I feel like is a big milestone. So you know what? I'm going to be doing another giveaway for that episode. If you want to enter, you can win a free plant and a free plant-related shirt from my merch store. Not all of them are related to Plant School, so don't worry if you don't want to wear a shirt that's related to the Plant School podcast. I have other shirts as well. But if you'd like to enter to win those free things, just share this podcast with a friend and let me know that you've done so by messaging me at tinnyplants on Instagram or you can email me at tinnyplants at gmail.com. Today, we're going to be talking about bamboo. And when I say we are going to be covering bamboo, I'm talking about the houseplant that we normally see, the lucky bamboo. It's also called Belgian evergreen, curly bamboo, Chinese water bamboo. And I just have to say that I was blown away during my research because as I started to dive in, I'm like, wow, bamboo has a really rich history. And then I quickly realized that bamboo in the traditional sense and bamboo, the one that's a houseplant, are not the same. And so you may already know this, but I did not. But the bamboo that we're talking about today, lucky bamboo, is not an actual bamboo. It just resembles bamboo. So its scientific name is Dracaena sandarania. So it's a Dracaena. It's not even in the bamboo family. It's just named that because it looks similar and they market it that way. And if you aren't sure what lucky bamboo looks like, it has these long green stalks with these small leaves at the top of the stalk or kind of budding out on the sides. They can grow to a height of about 39 inches or 100 centimeters, and the tops, usually when you buy them in a store, they've been chopped and waxed off to kind of help stop the entry of fungus or rot. And these plants will rarely flower indoors, and the difference between them and true bamboo is that the lucky bamboo, it has fleshy stalks that are full all the way through, whereas true bamboo is hollow. But if you cut your Dracaena sandarania in half, there is tissue throughout it. It's not hollow. You will find them grown in potting mix or water, and you can grow actual bamboo indoors, like true bamboo, not just lucky bamboo. But it's not easy. It's not really recommended because they're grass. They prefer to be outside getting at least six hours of sunlight and you need very specific requirements to have them grow, and they grow pretty tall. So I've like seen them used really well in interior design for business spaces or in really well-lit malls. 
usually they'll have them in these like long planters up against the window. They can be really pretty, but as for having them in our homes, unless you're living in a mansion, which you could be, it's a little bit harder to have a space that can grow these bamboo to their full potential if you're doing true bamboo. Again, I'm not talking about lucky bamboo right now, but if you did want to try, I suggest trying golden bamboo because they are the easiest and do well with lots of sunlight and can do well indoors. But for this podcast episode, we're going to be focusing on lucky bamboo since that is what is most commonly sold as a houseplant and what the majority of the people listening will actually have in their home. So my first question is, where did lucky bamboo come from? It's actually native to Central Africa, and they grow in rainforests. They grow as this upright shrub. They usually grow to be about 1.5 meters tall, so they aren't these huge towering plants or anything. And when it comes to the symbolism of these plants, symbolism is huge for them. They can mean life everlasting, healing, health, or longevity, and they are commonly used in feng shui. I remember feng shui recently came up in a podcast episode I did, and so we're going to be learning a little bit more about it today because lucky bamboo is heavily involved in feng shui. Lucky bamboo is believed to represent wood and water elements, and if you have a red ribbon tied around the plant stalk, That incorporates the element of fire and ignites a positive flow of chi in your room. So there's some different meanings depending on how many stalks of lucky bamboo you have. So I'm going to go through them right now. Three stalks, if you have three of them, that means happiness. If you have five stalks, that's wealth. Six stalks is health. Eight stalks is development and prosperity. 10 stalks is completion and perfection, and 21 stalks is abundance and blessings. At first, when I was looking at this, I thought it was ridiculous that anyone would have a planter with 21 stalks of lucky bamboo, but actually, there's some really pretty designs that people do with these. Sometimes they'll, like, do a lattice of these bamboo. Sometimes they'll have, like, these tiered layers of bamboo. It almost looks like a round cake sort of shape, but they can be really pretty. It's not just this giant mass of 21 stalks like I originally thought. And a word of caution from feng shui and having these lucky bamboo stalks with meaning to them is do not use four stalks because the word four in Chinese sounds like the word death. Therefore, you should be avoiding that in all circumstances. So if you have four for some reason, pluck one out and chuck it or chop it in half and propagate it so that you have five and five means wealth. And that's much better than death. All right, and coming to my favorite question, which is what is the history of lucky bamboo becoming a houseplant? So the name Dracaena sandarania was named after the German-English gardener Henry Conrad Sander. He was not the one who found it, but they decided to name it after him. Henry was a horticulturist who specialized in orchid cultivation And he was a very well-known horticulturist. 
Moving on, Lucky Bamboo has been known as an Asian symbol of good fortune and prosperity for thousands of years. It's actually been used for, they think, about 5,000 years in the practice of feng shui, but it has no true connection with Japanese culture. And as I was looking into it, because it has such a rich history in feng shui, there's no really documented instance in history where we can see the lucky bamboo becoming a popular houseplant. It's kind of been popular for a while, and so I'm going to give you a rundown of feng shui for those of you who are not familiar, because I honestly was not that familiar with it. So it literally translates to mean wind and water, and its principles involve movement and circulation and harmonious rhythm of natural energies. And when we're talking about it here, we're talking about how it's being used in your home and creating a balance and focus of chi and correctly aligning the chi with the forces of nature. And chi is the energy that animates all life and flows through the earth, through the heavens, and through our bodies. So once you have your chi in balance with the universe you get the three great blessings of health, happiness, and prosperity. That is when those are achieved, when qi is in balance with the universe and feng shui is what is helping us balance and focus that qi. So there's a lot of different principles with feng shui and balancing qi and using home decor to kind of create that balance. I'm not going to go into all the details. That's just kind of a quick rundown of how it works. It's really interesting. I think it's cool that people want to be involved in creating a harmonious space that balances like all the elements of nature and kind of creating a harmonious place. But Lucky Bamboo can actually really help you do this if that is what you're into. Today you can find Lucky Bamboo most often in shopping mall kiosks, grocery stores, usually in any houseplant store, and it's a very popular way to intertwine Western mysticism with Western New Age culture and widely used during celebrations like New Year's and other religious festivals. And like I mentioned before, when you are looking to buy Lucky Bamboo, they come in a variety of shapes nowadays. You can find them latticed. You can find them in these tiered towers and apparently that bestows like a powerful blessing if you get the tiered tower or otherwise they're kind of just in these small bundles in these cute little dishes either in water or in soil. I would say most often I've seen them in water with like pebbles or things like that. But since they have spread so well into the western world you can find them anywhere. They've become very very popular. And with that, we are going to take a quick break and jump right into how to care for a lucky bamboo plant right after this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back and we're going to dive right in how to care for a lucky bamboo plant. So when it comes to watering it, I mentioned before that they can be grown in water or soil. 
though most experts agree that soil is better for this plant. Nevertheless, if it is in water, try and change it about every 8 to 10 days. Pet stores will often sell these and they will advertise them as a plant that loves water and can live completely under the water, but be warned it will only last a few months under these conditions. If you do want it to last longer and you want it in your aquarium or something like that, you need to keep the leaves above the water if you want it to last. One thing you should know when it comes to watering your bamboo, this one's huge, they can be really sensitive to chemicals, especially fluoride and chlorine, and those are both often found in tap water. So using distilled or filtered or rainwater is the way to go for bamboo. I mean, you can risk using tap water, but oftentimes you can get brown or yellow leaf tips, and that can be a sign that the chemicals and the salts in the water are starting to affect it. If your bamboo is in soil, water when the soil is dry on the top two inches. Underwatering can cause yellowing leaf tips or yellowing stems. And just so you know, yellow stems do not bounce back. So if you do notice that your stem has turned yellow, your bamboo stalk has turned yellow, go ahead and remove it since it will not be returning back to its former health. And on the flip side, overwatering can cause root rot. And that will usually show up in brown or mushy stalks. And you can fix this by cutting off the healthy tops, throwing away the mushy brown stalk at the bottom, but you can use that little top and root it as a new plant and kind of save it from there. And last thing related to watering is that low humidity can cause dry leaf tips as well. So if you know you don't underwater, you don't overwater, you're using distilled, filtered, or rainwater with your bamboo, low humidity could be the cause of dry leaf tips if that's what you're dealing with. When it comes to figuring out where you want to put bamboo in your house and what kind of lighting needs it has, it does prefer a temperature between 60 to 75 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 16 to 24 degrees Celsius, And it doesn't want to be any colder than 50 degrees Fahrenheit or 10 degrees Celsius in the wintertime. So try and avoid drafty places with large temperature fluctuations because temperature fluctuations can cause yellowing leaves and really, really cold temperatures can actually cause the leaves to start to pale. Bright and direct sunlight is best for your plant, so try and get it by a sunny window though direct sunlight can burn it, so try and keep it out of that. And another cause of leaves turning pale can be not enough sun. So watch out for that if you notice the leaves are turning pale. You know it's not because of really cold temperatures. It could be because it's not getting enough sunlight. Another question if you own bamboo is, do I need to fertilize it? And the answer is that you can You want to feed it in spring and summer when it's actively growing. If it's in water, you can use a hydroponic fertilizer every few months, but it honestly won't need much in water. And if you overfeed it, it can cause yellowing leaves or yellowing stems, which I mentioned will not bounce back. And overfeeding causes the stems to yellow from the bottom up. 
but honestly, most people won't even feed their bamboo, especially if it's grown in water, since fertilizers have a very high salt content, and it can cause, like I said, yellowing leaves, burned leaf tips, yellowing stems, or browned edges, so most people won't even bother, and they will do just fine without it. When it comes to repotting, you want to repot about every two years or if you notice roots coming out of the pot or on top of the soil or if your lucky bamboo is drying out super fast, it'll probably fall around being about every two to three years that you need to be repotting lucky bamboo. If it is in water, all you need to do is replace the water about every week or so with room temperature water. If you do keep it in the same water that can cause yellowing stems because different rots can get to it and it doesn't really need to be repotted when it's growing in water. You can keep it in the same container for quite a long time. And one of my favorite questions when it comes to care guides is how do you propagate it? How do you make more of this plant for free with your own plant that you already have? You can take cuttings year-round And what you're going to do is you can cut part of the stem just above an eye or a node. And this is actually a really good choice when the stalk of the bamboo has lost a lot of its upper leaves or the crown is dying or the plant has a really tall but leggy appearance, kind of looks scraggly and you want to encourage new shoots to sprout lower down. All of these are great reasons to propagate your plant and cut that stalk. So once you've made a cut, you can actually take that cane piece and you can cut it into more pieces. Anywhere from two to three inches long at the shortest is going to be just fine. You just want to make sure you keep them facing in the right direction when you are placing them in water. You don't want to be putting them upside down because it actually does affect the plant. And you can place them in water or soil to start growing. And also with Lucky Bamboo, you know, you'll get those little leaflets growing out and branching out. And if those little leaves have branched out enough and there's a full stalk that's developed on the side, you can also take that and clip it at the base and place it in water or soil, whatever you prefer to start more Lucky Bamboo. Honestly, a really easy plant and fun plant to propagate. When it comes to dealing with pests, There are a few, not a ton. If you're growing it in water, algae can be an issue because the container getting a lot of sun or chemicals in the tap water can encourage algae growth. So to keep this from happening or if it just, if it really bothers you because it's not a look you're going for, you can take your container, clean it, clean any material inside if it's growing in pebbles or leca or whatever, and you can prevent it from happening again by switching to an opaque container that's not letting in any sunlight. You can move your plant a little bit farther from the sun and reduce the amount of fertilizing. And all lucky bamboo, whether grown in soil or water, can also be prone to mealybug or scale, so keep a lookout for those mealybug, usually these white cottony masses is how they appear on a plant, and scale are usually these brown bumps that really don't move. So if you do notice any of these, you can use an insecticide, you can use rubbing alcohol on a q-tip and just wipe them off, or you can use a paper towel, whatever works best for you. You can use neem oil. Any of those can treat those pests and get them gone. So when you're buying one at the store, Just be sure to kind of look around. Is there any mealybug? Is there any scale on there? Any unusual pests that you don't want to be dealing with? 
but otherwise they're really easy to be caring for pest-wise. And last thing is just some extra care tips. So you can manipulate your lucky bamboo with either wires or naturally to have a twisting bending shape. And when I say naturally, you can be rotating your lucky bamboo so that it bends towards the sun. This method takes a long time and some patience. So if you are a patient person, you can make your bamboo take on new shapes this way. And this is honestly what growers do. They will take lucky bamboo, they lay them down on these big long tables, they leave one side exposed to a bright light, and the rest of it is covered, and they let that one side curve up naturally toward the light, and then they will manually rotate them, and this creates that curling look. It takes about one and a half years to make one curl. It reminds me of the art of bonsai, just how it's such a long, tedious process, but you can create something really beautiful. So if you love bonsai, you might be able to handle what it takes to make a curling lucky bamboo. And if you're not that kind of person, don't even try. Just either get wires or buy one that's curled if you feel like you don't have the patience for that. Another extra care tip is that it is toxic to pets, so please keep them out of their reach if you have a pet that likes to jump up and try and eat your house plants because this is something that will affect them. And if your lucky bamboo needs pruning, you can simply snip off the shoots you no longer want and take your time when deciding what you want to be snipping off because they do stop growth when they are snipped off like that top that you have snipped is not going to grow at that snip point. It will shoot off to the side and create new shoots that way, but just make sure when you are pruning it, you are not going too crazy or taking off something that you might regret. And with that last tip, I have given you everything I have on how to care for a lucky bamboo plant and all of its history. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you guys had a great Labor Day weekend for those of you that are in the U.S. And I also hope that you will join me next week in plant school. Thank you so much for listening. I really love having you here. Thank you for being here and listening today, and I hope you'll join me next week. If you'd like to support this podcast and keep it going, you can find the support link below in the description and donate. Or, I have some awesome Plant School merch, including stickers, shirts, and mugs, and the link to my shop is in the description as well. And if you don't want to spend any money but still support the podcast, share this podcast with a friend, either verbally or electronically. This will even qualify you for my giveaway. Just message me on Instagram at tinnyplant that you shared the podcast with a friend, and you be entered in for a chance to win some goodies. Winners will be announced on the podcast. Again, thank you for listening and I hope you have a great week.